This is the Rediscovering Resilience podcast, helping you create more health, wealth and happiness for yourself, your family and your business. I'm Stu Darling and I'll be sharing everything you need to rediscover your resilience and live a life beyond limits. In today's podcast, I am interviewing Mark Rollins III, who owns a company called Retirement Transformed. He believes that it is time to think differently for our time after work. How are you, Stu? I am very, very well. Now, you are not local to um, to New Zealand. Where are you phoning in from? Well, I'm, I'm pretty far away, actually. I don't know how many miles. I guess we could Google it and find out. But I am in um, a small, quaint little village in Connecticut in the United States, a village called Essex, Connecticut, that was founded back in the 1600s. Wow. And, um, uh, so we've got a little bit of history here, not not like uh, your your country for sure, but... Uh, it's a quaint little New England village with cute little white homes and built very old. Our home alone is about 300 years old. Wow. That's, that is, that is very old for the United States and America, isn't it? It is. It is. So to look out the window. What do you see? Hmm. Um, I wish I could send you a picture, Stu, because it's absolutely spectacular. Our home is on a cove that's adjacent to the Connecticut River that runs from Vermont mm-hmm. all the way up to the top of New England down into Long Island Sound. We're about four miles up from a huge body of water that spills into the Atlantic Ocean. And in my cove, there's a marina. There's probably three dozen boats I'm looking at, some homes on the other side of mm-hmm. the cove. It's absolutely gorgeous. Beautiful. And I love, and we'll get to how people can get in touch with you later on, but I love on Facebook when you share the images of your, um, of your sunrises and your sunsets. It, it's truly stunning. Well, thank you. That is, um, I'm a morning person, which we may or may not talk about, but I, um, absolutely just love my time alone mm-hmm. down on the, on the park bench overlooking the Connecticut River. Um, the earlier the better from pitch black to when the sun actually comes up above the hills is just really special time for me. Um, and I love capturing the pictures of it. Mm. As, and I'm, uh, I'm also a morning person. My, uh, my, my alarm goes at five in the, um, in the morning and, uh, it's in order to get up and get out there onto, um, onto the deck. We've got, we overlook the mountains, but tell me why your morning time's important. You know, I, uh, my morning starts at uh, actually 9 o'clock at night. So at <laughs> 9 o'clock at night, um, I've really developed – I'm 64 years old, by the way, and been uh, left my busy career about th- almost, uh, I guess, two and a half years ago. Mm-hmm. And I always was a morning person. But now that I've got a little bit more time and I uh, can focus more on my health and wellness, mm-hmm. big believer in sleep. So nine o'clock, we shut off our phones and screens and all of that. And we might read for a little while, but 10 o'clock, I'm, I'm under the covers and I can fall asleep within five minutes. Mm-hmm. And then I naturally do wake up anytime between four and five o'clock. I don't set an alarm. I just get up and, um, that is my morning. And then after that, uh, it's either the sunrise first, but typically, 
It's 20 minutes of exercise, 10 minutes of meditation, and 20 minutes of journaling. Mm-hmm. That's my 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 power hour, I'll call it. Yeah. Um, but it, it's just it's so healthy for me to make sure I have that routine built into my life right now. And that so that routine is that seven days a week or is it five days a week? The exercise is five days a week, mm-hmm. but getting up, I can't sleep past five. It's it's actually, I laugh sometimes because I'd love to sleep until six, <laughs> but I don't. But I um, exercise, meditate, and journal religiously five days a week. Mm-hmm. On weekends, I will still meditate and journal, mm-hmm. but I won't do my morning 20 minutes of exercise. We certainly walk and do some other things, but I skip that. Give, give my body two days of rest. Yeah, so important. I think it's funny. You're, and, and I'm exactly the same. You know, I think, oh, it's six o'clock or it's quarter past six. I've had a long lie. And I'm up and at it at the weekend and it's, you know, everyone's going, what, what do you mean it was a long lie? Um, but, you know, when you're an early riser, that's, you know, that, that extra hour makes, um, you know, it, it makes quite, quite a difference. Um, so we're, we've start, we've started talking about, um, you, know, you, you were just transitioning when we first met in, um, in California away from from one one life into the next, I suppose, um, and that has since become retirement transformed. Tell me, tell me about retirement transformed. I will, I, and thank you for asking because it really is started off as a little bit of a dream, mm-hmm. and it's now turned into a reality. And it was it was my own dream, and now my wife Jody has joined me at my side in this business and so we've rebranded ourselves and uh really we're growing every day as a couple and as a community so when i it really started with my dad when uh, i was the fourth generation owner of a family business and when my father retired at the age of 65 he had this solid retirement plan Mm -hmm. and this plan involved sitting back taking it easy mm-hmm. and doing nothing to enjoy the fruits of his labor. And he did, and he did it on steroids. I mean, he had golf three days a week with his buddies, drinks, lunch, home for a nap, wake up, watch a little TV, take my mom to dinner. And he did that really well. Mm-hmm. And during his career, you know, back then, um, I don't know if any any of your listeners watched the, the TV series Mad Men, Mm-hmm. But that was my dad. He was the Don Draper of the insurance industry. And he did not invent the three martini lunch, mm-hmm. but he perfected it. <laughs> and he took that, he took that into his retirement. And sadly, Stu, he passed away at the age of 80. Mm-hmm. And he passed away because his retirement plan failed him. He, you know, when you, when you leave your busy career, you lose your identity. Yep. You, you're not sure what to do with the 40 plus hours that come your way and you lose a huge community of people. So when Jody and I started to think about our retirement seven years ago, we clearly did not want that kind of retirement for us. Mm-hmm. So we did research and we studied and everything that we found, everything, every book, every website, was around financial planning. And that's not what we do. And that's mm-hmm. that wasn't a concern of ours. It is important. Yep. But there's no one out there helping you with mental wellness and physical wellness and relationships and spouse partner relationship. Um, mm-hmm. And then the big piece, wisdom sharing, how to take everything that, that Jody and I have learned over this 30, 40 year career and repurpose it 
and help others. Mm-hmm. So we decided to start Retirement Transformed, and we've we've done it, and it's going really well, and we're actually having more fun now than ever. Beautiful. It's I, fascinating. And th- this is a conversation for beyond the radio show, but, um, yeah, it's – when you know, when we, we when Liz and I met you and Jody, um, what two and a half, nearly three years ago, um, we were really just setting out on whatever it was, and and we are now just transitioning to Liz coming into, I'll say my business at the moment, but transitioning to working together properly for the first time, um, and to 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 hear someone who's talking about it as a success, uh, to me is a joy because too often you hear that working with um, you know, working with your loved one, working with your partner, isn't. Um, isn't all uh, sweetness and light? Well, <laughs> <laughs> well, well said, Stu. Uh, you know, it's funny. Our biggest uh, in the beginning, the company was mine. We were branded as MarkhamRollins.com, mm-hmm. and it was me on the stage. It was me building content, but Jody was helping me. Mm-hmm. The interesting thing was. Uh, and she was helping me develop content. We have online courses and we've done all, all, all of that. She comes from a corporate background mm-hmm. and I come from an entrepreneurial background. Yep. They don't get along. They don't play well in a sandbox. <laughs> I'm, mm-hmm. I'm a dreamer. I'm a visionary. I'm, I'm throwing stuff on the wall mm-hmm. and she's saying, well, we have to have a process. We have to be able to go from A to <laughs> I'll say Z for you, A mm-hmm. to Z. In a certain order. And I'm like, no, no, no. Put up the whole alphabet on the wall. We'll put it in order later. And we had these, um, not fights, but th- it was difficult. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'll, I'll tell you, at times I thought, this is really starting to beat down our relationship as a loving couple. Mm-hmm. And, and I will tell you that it's um, second marriage for two of us. We're a blended family. We got married 12 years ago and we each brought three children to the party so i have three sons Mm -hmm. jody has three daughters and we worked so hard to blend this family yeah we got close doing it but we always put the kids first Mm -hmm. but then you know now we're now we're in this retirement phase you're supposed to have fun and i'm working really hard and she's working hard and it wasn't working really well so we adapted and we changed and we opened up different kind of communication and we we realized our strengths. We realized our weaknesses. We realized how we could work better together. Mm-hmm. And it's been an evol- it's been an evolving process over the last four or five years. And now it's just absolutely gorgeous. Do you ever stop evolving? No, no. We're um um. Someone shared this with us. Uh, not lifelong learners. Mm-hmm. But long life learners. We, oh, beautiful! Yep. We 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 learn every day. We I, I love reading books. I'm pouring. I've read every single book I could find on the internet on retirement. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I'm looking at them now. There's probably only fifty. Um, financial planning. There's thousands. Yeah. Um, but just you know, one of the books I was going to mention is this book called uh, For Anyone Who's Thinking of Retiring. Mm-hmm. Getting close. There's this great book called The Way of Transition by William Bridges. And it just talks about this ability to be able to let go of the old. Yep. And then you're in this neutral zone. Like you don't really know what's going on and it's, it's uncomfortable. It's difficult. 
You have remorse and regret about leaving your career. But as long as you can figure out what you want to do next and you have a clear vision of that, you can move out of this neutral zone into that area. What happens with many people is they leave their retirement, so they they have to leave it behind. Mm -hmm. They get stuck in a neutral zone and they never change. And that's what happened to my dad. Yeah. For 15 years, he was the ex owner of our company. He Mm -hmm. used to do this. He used to do that. He used to do this. He used to do that. He never found the new thing. And we look back on our careers now as training, training ground, a launch pad for what we're doing now. I was an insurance broker and I was a good one. Mm-hmm. I, I'm doing nothing with insurance now. Nothing. I'm not even close to what I used to do. But I have skill sets that I learned and accumulated. And now Jody and I are learning even more about relationships and wisdom sharing and mental wellness and physical wellness. It's fascinating what you can learn out there. I Just going back to a point you made that I think it it's so poignant just the way that you've just described it because we as you know, as coaches as um you know, as thought leaders we talk about the importance of having dreams putting a date on it turning them into goals having a vision and more often than not people people shy away from it but if we don't lean into what our future might become then you're right we stay trapped in the person we were yes yes so what was your transition like? How messy was it? Well, it's funny you ask because I, until I read that book about mm-hmm. a year ago, I had spent, so I sold my company eight years ago. That was a huge transition. Mm-hmm. Huge. So change of identity overnight. We sold our uh 50 person company to a public company with 8,000 employees. And I became Mm -hmm. from the CEO, I became the regional manager, whatever it was, Mm -hmm. some, some title, but I, you know, I, I, everything changed overnight. So that was difficult. Our company was 105 years old. So four generations were running this business. Mm -hmm. So, um, uh, that's transitional for sure. I stayed on for three years as the leader of the office, and we did a bunch of acquisitions because we had all this capital. And then I just got burnt out. And mm-hmm. I, I, I was, as I'll call it, stuck at the top. I, I didn't. I had made. I had made money. I was financially secure. I was bored. wasn't excited anymore. Every new client didn't excite me like it used to. Mm-hmm. So then I said, well, I want to, I want to just go back to my old days and I want to service my 25 favorite customers. I did that for two years and I said, no, it's no good. Mm-hmm. So then we started this company and it was confusing at first. We didn't really have clarity on what it was until about two years ago. So from the moment I sold our company till about two years ago, I was in this neutral zone because mm. I hadn't really got 100% clear on what our business was going to look like. And now it's very simple, very clear, three or four things we're doing, and that's it. So it lasted about five years for me. Mm. Very simple and very clear. I think you know, the, to, to, to live by those two words would probably 
unmess a whole bunch of people's lives but you know, I, I i completely get it you know liz and i have been in i've been in the play zone for a little while with my business but you know, just recently have made some decisions to commit to it full time and all of a sudden a clarity appears because you've just taken away a whole load of the mess that's been surrounding it right so mark You've you've been through the transition. You're going through the transition. You've got um, a business that supports people who are in and thinking about retirement. Um, what are your top three tips for people? And look, I mean, you're, for everyone listening, I'm not only talking about people who are closing on 65. We should be thinking about a retirement decades before it actually arrives. And we spoke about why we maybe don't want to conform quite as much these days. You don't have to wait till you're 65 to retire. That's the old way of doing things. Mark, what are your top three tips? Well, you bring up a good point. A hundred years ago, there was no retirement. And that word was first created in the year 1550, I think. Mm -hmm. And it meant to leave an occupation. But in 1550, people didn't live past 35. Yeah. So you really worked until the end and then you died. So, and the word is no good anymore. Retirement is an awful word and Mm -hmm. we need to replace it. And that's part of what Jody and I talk about with other people in the same space because People are living so much longer. Mm-hmm. You know, the retirement 100 years ago or 50 years ago was 10 years and maybe it was 15 or 20. I'm 64. I'm going to live to 100. My yep. retirement's 30 or 40 years. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's a long time. My career was 38 years. My retirement's going to be 40. Yeah. So is it an important phase of life? Absolutely. It's longer than your career. So what are the top three things? Mm-hmm. The first, and you touched on it is planning and planning five to 10 years before you leave your job so that the day you leave, you are ready for this next phase. Mm -hmm. You know what you're going to do. You've picked a date. You've built a life around it. You, it's not just every day is like a Saturday. It's not just, I'm going to wake up and figure out what I'm going to do today. Mm -hmm. That will kill you way before your time. I guarantee it. Now, Mixing in pleasure and travel and all of that is so important. But taking care of your health, your mind, your relationships is just as important. So the first thing is really doing some planning. Mm-hmm. We interviewed um, on our YouTube channel. We just interviewed a guy that retired uh, a couple of years ago. He started planning his retirement 10 years before he left his career at 65. And he did that because he was frightened to death about what the future looked like for him. He just had no idea what he wanted to do. Mm-hmm. He just knew what he didn't want to do. Yep. So planning is key. Mm-hmm. Second thing is learning how to transition. I love this book, The Way of Transition by William Bridges. Yeah, I'm going to get it's it. I'm going to have a look. It's a skill. It's a process. It can be painful. Mm-hmm. It, and these, what it, what it did for me, Stu, it validated how I was feeling for those five years. I realized that my doubt, my insecurity, my uh, my inability to, to to get clarity was was real. And this book proved to me that that that's okay. Mm-hmm. And then the third piece, I'll call it wisdom sharing. Some other people call it volunteering. Some people call it giving back. But a big part of 
my retirement now with Jody is this business that we are dedicated to helping change the the perception and the reality of retirement, not only for our generation. Mm-hmm. And we have 10,000 people turning 65 every single day. Yeah. But for our kids and our grandkids and their children, because 50% of babies born today are going to live to be 100. Yeah. So this whole new phase of life, you work for 30 years and then you do something else for 40 or 50. It's totally different and people aren't ready for it. Yeah, I, I thank you. I mean, that's um, that's great. And uh, you're looking the the way of transition is certainly a book I'm going to look at because you know whatever whatever age you are, we go through phases of transition. Those plateaus when you just wonder what. Um, so definitely have a look at and that planning and planning earlier and earlier to 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 make it happen. And yeah, you know, we we gather so much information, whatever background we come from, we have a lifetime of information behind us, and sharing it right. is someone else's start point. You know, this, this idea of transition is interesting because when you are born and you're being brought up by your parents, you move through phases of your life. Mm-hmm. Um, in the States, we call it kindergarten, elementary school, middle school, high school, college, career. Mm-hmm. There's structure around all of those transitions. Yeah. And there's structure around the transitions during your career from uh, trainee, junior assistant, vice president, CEO, whatever. Mm-hmm. These are, these, they're structure. But there is no structure when you enter retirement. There's not a, there, there's not a really good book out there or a process to guide people. It's all brand new. It's like the wild, wild west. Mm-hmm. So when that's you, why it's so difficult. So when you're writing the book, Mark? Soon. <laughs> I, I mean, I, yep. it's, um, um, I'm really, I will write a book. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I don't know when I, you know, it's not that I'm putting it off. When I start it, I'll start it yeah. and I'll finish it pretty fast. Yeah. Oh, that's, you yeah, know, that's what I did with lead through life. I gave myself three months to write it and, um, you yeah, know, and, and out it popped. Um, but yeah, I mean, th- there is, th- there is so much wealth in there that needs to be shared so much further than, um, just, just the United States. If people have found this fascinating, how do, um, how do they get hold of you, Mark? How can they find out more? Well, like I said, Stu, we've, we've made this pretty simple. So we have a face, a free Facebook community. So if you search groups on Facebook, if you put in retirement transformed, you will find our community. We'd love to have you in there. Jody and I go live every Tuesday at 1230 for 10 or 15 minutes and we're talking about a relevant topic. You'll get to know us there a little bit. Mm-hmm. We recently started a YouTube channel. Yep. I would say recently, two months ago, and that's also retirement transformed. And we do a weekly video, a training with some, some topics and ideas. We do retiree interviews. Um, Jody's going to probably start in the fall, um, retirement transform women. Mm-hmm. So a platform for issues specific to women. Yep. And it's interesting too, because women today retiring. It's the first generation of women who are retiring with their own money. Yep. Mm-hmm. And that, that's a whole new issue. So those, and our website, of course, retirementtransformed.com. Okay. So all fairly straightforward. Search retirement 
transformed and you're going to you're yes. going to find them but um you will um you will get that up in the notes um this has been absolutely fascinating mark i know it's taken me a long long time to um to get you on the show but uh, but you know perfect timing um for uh, for lots of people i'm sure mark thank you so much for taking time to talk about retirement transformed to the rediscovering resilience podcast Thank you for listening to Rediscovering Resilience with Stu Darling. If you're looking for more content, head over to www.stewdarling.com.